What's up, everybody? How's it going? Red Zone DFS is Jim McIntosh here, uh, setting you up for Thursday night showdown between the Carolina Panthers and the Houston Texans. Um, I, I, we've had some pretty good luck on showdown lately here, um, so I think that we're in for a very good week. Um, I love these matchups. Um, been a little bit one-sided we've got a crazy quarterback thing going on no Tyrod Taylor this week Davis Mills will be getting the start um Houston does play at home you know they they've shown that they you know can at least play decently at home now they they played the Jags at home so it's not not amazing right but um yeah I mean I think I think we got an interesting slate so we're going to kick it off we're going to talk about the captain spot uh I'm going to go into my top flex plays and then I'm going to go into my uh, – I don't really have too many outright fades usually, but uh, this week there's one person that there's just zero chance that I'm going to play. So first off, a little bit about my philosophy when we're talking about showdown. Um, I don't do the 150 max. Um, that's just not the type of player I am. Um, I really like the $20 three max. Um, it limits the amount of people that are playing in the game. I really like just playing three or four lineups on showdown and consolidating where I'm going to go. And if it hits great, I'm going to hit pretty big. Um, and if it doesn't, it's okay. Right. Um, but I think it, at least if you're focusing yourself now, there's certainly something to be said for you playing showdown, doing 150 lineups and, and trying to cover all your basis. And if you don't want to play a whole lot of money, you could play a 20 max, you know, dollar entry. Um, you could play a 150 max dollar entry, something like that. If you wanted to try and cover all that, um, all those options. I personally like consolidating a little bit. The 20, the 20 max only has about 1500 entries, right? Um, between like 1500 and 2000. So those are the contests I like to play. And that's really what my strategy is going to be geared toward. Um, and I think it's a lot of our listeners and readers um, as well. I don't think a lot of people that listen to us are playing, you know, 150 max. You know, it's it's three max, it's single entry. So a lot of this applies for that, right? So we're starting off. We have the, you know, the man, Christian McCaffrey on the showdown slate. Wow. His salary for the captain spot is crazy. $20,100. Uh, <sighs> It's going to be really, really difficult to not play him. He's going to be crazy owned. So, I mean, if you're going to play him in the flex, he's going to be like 85, 90% owned, right? So playing him in the captain spot, he's probably still going to be in like the 35, 45% owned, which is technically, which is really, really high for a captain on these showdown slates. Um, Obviously, I think we have to get exposure to him. Um, I like just putting him in the captain spot if I'm going to use McCaffrey. And then there's some other really some cheaper plays, um, especially on the Houston side of the ball that I can use to fill out my lineup and still make a, a decent lineup without having to worry about like, man, is this, is this really that good? But um, yeah, I, I think, I think you have to go there. Uh, my second favorite captain. I like both of the starting wide receivers for the Panthers. So I like DJ Moore. He's a little bit more expensive. 15, nine, He's fine. Um, guy was kind of quiet last week, and, and the showdown slates are really driven a lot by public perception of the week before. So DJ Moore smashed, right? He had a great main slate. He probably helped win a lot of people a lot of money. He helped me out, right? A lot of people are probably going to go back to him. I think it's fine. But I think in a situation like this, I think that DJ Moore 
is maybe not the best captain play. I like going down to Robbie Anderson, who in the captain spots only about 11,000. Um, he's the big play guy, right? He's the guy who can get, you know, five catches for 160 yards and two touchdowns. Um, Carolina is a team that is not, you know, they're not the Bucks, right? They're building an identity. They're not going to stop scoring on Houston, right? Houston's won a game. They thought that, you know, the Jags were just going to walk all over them or whatever, which is wild at home. Carolina, they're, they're building something there. They're going to continue to score. So I, this whole narrative where you can't play pass catchers in a, in a blowout game, I think that's totally, totally BS. I think you can totally get away with playing all the pass catchers you want to. Um, if we're looking over to the Houston side of the ball, I mean, I've been saying it every week now for two weeks, just play Brandon Cooks every week. $15,000. Now with Nico Collins out, it's tough that Tyrod's not going to be in there, but they were still just forcing him the ball when Davis Mills came in the game last week, right? I love that situation for him. Um, th- this, uh, this offense is very consolidated. Uh, there's some receivers that I do like from the Houston side of the ball, but Brandon Cooks, I think, is a fantastic option in your captain's spot. Um, if we're going to pick between a quarterback to play at the captain spot, I-, I would prefer the cheaper one in Davis Mills. Um, he's, you know, when you put him in the captain spot, you know, he's only, he's 12,600 as opposed to Sam Darnold, who's 16, eight. So you're getting a $4,200 savings by putting Davis Mills in there. They're going to obviously have to be throwing a lot. Um, Cardinal or the, I'm sorry, the Carolina Panthers could revert to running the ball quite a bit. So I don't know if that's necessarily, you know, I, I definitely think when we get to the flex spot, both both QBs are on play, but if I'm going to pick one of my QBs to play in the flex spot, um, I think Davis Mills is a great option. I think a really great build is going Davis Mills, Brandon Cooks, and then four Carolina Panthers. Um, I think that's going to be you know maybe a popular build, but I don't know if people will be putting Davis Mills in the captain spot, right? But that's one way if you put him up there, you can put McCaffrey in a flex, and that's a way to kind of differentiate yourself a little bit then still pile up all those points from McCaffrey. Um, the last guy that I, I like to throw, there's two guys, if I'm going to go really, really cheap at captain. Um, Terrence Marshall Jr., he's shown, I mean, he's going to be an absolute superstar. The problem is, is that he's not quite there yet. You know, he's, he's a rookie, but this is definitely one of those games where if they do get up a little bit, they're not going to bring Sam, they're not going to take Sam Darnold out, but a guy like Robbie Anderson, who has had injury problems in the past, you know, he's definitely somebody that, you know, the Carolina Panthers could say, hey, maybe we'll, let's just sit him down, right? Let's just sit him down and and we'll go ahead and go from there. Um, you put Terrence Marshall in the captain spot, basically allows you to do anything that you want. Um, and then the last guy that's just a real dart throw uh, would be Anthony Miller. Anthony Miller went and signed with the Texans, you know, they traded for him, I think, but he had an, a shoulder injury in preseason and he was inactive the first two weeks. Now with Nico Collins out, I mean, he, he is the second best wide receiver talent on this team. Um, you know, we got, you have Connolly there, right. Who's a little bit more expensive at 1600, but I think Miller is one of those guys that in this game, he's probably going to play a lot out of the slot. You know, he's he I think he's a fantastic option if you're really just trying to punt 
captain and just jam in all the high price Carolina plays, um, I think that you can do something pretty interesting with that. Look, could he get you a zero? Absolutely. It's 100% possible. Happened with me with Alan Lazard on Monday night. Had a fantastic lineup. Everybody was hit. Everybody hit except my captain, Alan Lazard. It's okay. You know, those are the kind of chances you have to take in showdown. You're not going to be able to cash every single lineup. But I was able to turn a pretty good profit Monday night um, doing some of the the similar process that we're talking about here today. Um, So going to flex plays. You know, I, I said it before, I think both QBs in a, in a single lineup is something that's absolutely in play. Um, you know, once you throw both QBs in the lineup, you're left with 65-50. Um, or I'm sorry, that's if you Davis Mills is in the, uh, in the captain spot. Put both QBs in the lineup, you're left with 7,600. You could do so much. Even if you throw McCaffrey in there, I mean, that's a little, I mean, man, looking at <laughs> It's going to be hard to play both quarterbacks and McCaffrey. That, that's for damn sure. But, you know, we were talking about another guy, Robbie Anderson, right? If we get Robbie Anderson in the captain spot, I mean, th- things start to look pretty good. We can even put McCaffrey in there. Things are going to get a little dicey from there. But, like I said, there's some good low, low price options that we can get to and we can go with, you know, and, and you can make a lineup. I mean, it's not hard. It, it, it's, it's possible, right? So... I mean, I think that's something that's that's really interesting. Um, I think if there's going to be some cool builds you're going to be able to do with stuff like that. Um, two quarterbacks, I think you got to get them in there. Um, you know, we talked about the receivers already. All the receivers are firmly in play. It's going to come down to an, a little bit of an ownership thing. I think Robbie Anderson's going to be kind of the way that I would rather go because I think he's going to be lower owned. He's a little bit cheaper, and you can get him in there and still get like a McCaffrey or something like that if you want to, right? Um, as far as, you know, kind of going down the list, Marshall, again, is a guy that I like in there. Um I don't personally, I don't, I don't play defenses a lot just because it's going to take a lot for them to get, you know, 15 to 25 points. But especially in a week like this, where everyone's going to play the Panthers defense, right? It's a new quarterback, blah, blah, blah. It's a, it's a good way to get some good leverage um, on the field, especially if you're playing in a smaller field tournament or if you're playing in a larger field tournament. Just taking a stance of somebody that's going to be probably pretty highly owned, that's a defense, right? Like, I think that, you know, Carolina played great at home versus Saints, right? They dominated that game. There's so much variance in defense where I just don't think they're going to dominate like that every single week, right? Um, You know, the Texans are, are going to come out with a game plan, probably a lot of quick passing to try and get the ball out of. Davis Bill's hands pretty quickly. So I think that the Panthers are, are a good fade for me if we're, we're just kind of going down the list and talking through this a little bit. Um, the one running back that I probably would have interest from on the Texan side of the ball um, would not be Mark Ingram. <laughs> Spoiler alert, he is my full fade. I don't understand this pricing whatsoever. Um, 6600 for a guy, like I, he's getting volume, great. I want nothing to do with Mark Ingram. I would much rather play a Philip Lindsay at 5,800. Um, he's getting goal line touches. He's involved in the passing game. Um, there's going to be a lot of that. You could even go with David Johnson. This is not a Mark Ingram game. They're going to be playing from behind. They're going to be throwing the ball, and that's not 
Mark Ingram strong suit, right? So this is a Mark Ingram fade. Lindsay is an eh for me. I prefer the pass catchers if we're talking about this. And he falls into that mid-range where unless you're building a little bit more of a balanced lineup and fading McCaffrey, you might be able to fit him in. But you, it's going to be tough, right? Terrence Marshall, I think at 4,000 is fantastic. Um, I think either one of the the kickers, you know, you just got to see who who it is that's going to be starting, whether it's going to be Zing Gonzalez or it's going to be Everly, right? It doesn't matter. They're both the same price. Um, just play whoever is the starting kicker for Carolina. If you want to play a kicker, it's 3,800. That's fine with me. Um, the one guy that I was looking at would be Chuba Hubbard. He's McCaffrey's backup. Okay. Um, you know, the performances the last couple weeks, not great. Last week, though, when they were winning quite handily, he did get eight carries. Now, it only netted him one point. But eight carries for a guy who's 3,200 is not not terrible. It's also not great. So he, he's definitely a maybe probably leaning toward the edge of no. Um, the next pass, pass catcher I really like is Carolina's tight end. That's Ian Thomas. Um, you know, he's getting the targets. Um, you know, one catch each the last couple of weeks, but you know, at 2000, we, we don't need a ton out of him, you know, three catches for 40 yards and, you know, he falls into the end zone and all of a sudden we're really, really cooking right there at 2000. So I think that's great. Uh, Danny Amendola again is, is not going to play. So no Nico Collins, no Danny Amendola. Um, Danny Amendola has actually been playing, you know, and had a pretty big part in the offense in week one. And then week two totally got hurt we've got anthony miller right there and chris conley so 1600 and a thousand both guys that are you know i think i think they're really really cheap right and they're probably going to be in a fair amount of lineups and i don't know how you could not have them in these lineups when they're going to be the wide receiver two and three this week i mean anthony miller didn't play the first two weeks but he dislocated his you know, dislocated his shoulder in the first preseason game. So, look, like, people were making a lot of, well, you know, he went there and he can't do this and he can't do that. I think he's fine. I mean, I think they were just – he separated his shoulder four weeks ago, five weeks ago. Like, he, the guy needs some time to heal, right? So he's a guy that I really like um, at 1,000. And then, if I mean, if you're going down any for – I think that's about as far as I'm going down this week. Um, you know, I have to take a look – and see if Andre Roberts, um, who's a little bit cheaper, you know, he had one catch for 35 yards last week. You know, he he's at 600. He might be involved. Um, that's really as far as, as I think I want to go. Um, so, again, I think this is going to be a, you know, Carolina-heavy build that you want to do, four and two. Um, if you really, really want to get different, um, you could try and get, like, a three and three real balance build. So three players from each team. And then see kind of where that takes you. Um, but I'm going to have an article. It'll be out tomorrow um, with a real brief overview of some of this stuff. Um, and then I'll probably have some updates uh, on Twitter. So follow me at JJ McIntosh. And, um, yeah, good luck, guys. I think this is going to be a fantastic showdown slate. Um, build a tight core. Believe in that core. Tell yourself um, how the game is going to go and, and, you know, paint a story around that and make, use that to make your uh, player player pool. It's really that simple. And uh, don't, you know, pick good uh, tournaments to play in too. If you're not going to play 
150 lineups, don't put three lineups into a tournament that has 150 max. Go find a three max, go find a single entry. There's some great single entry tournaments out there. Um, so tournament selection is really key, I think, on showdown slates. And then, yeah, you know, check out the article, do a little bit of research yourself. And, and I think you guys will all, uh, hopefully you, everybody makes some money. So, you know, good luck this week. Follow along on Twitter at Red Zone DFS and at JJ McIntosh. Thanks, everybody.